This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the Sarah Farasia. Hey Vidyans, it's oh my god, I gotta spit the gum out of my mouth. It's so unprofessional, but I told you I am so exhausted physically. Like I need to keep going. Something keep me going. And it's the gum. I want to break down and cry over December. It's not, this isn't a light. They're supposed to be the holidays and enjoy yourself. This is, I've worked too much. This is officially our last show together for 2022. This okay. is it. This it's is been amazing. You and I started co-hosting together almost a year ago, these shows. We, we just said, let's do these recaps and see what happens. And then I cannot believe that here we are almost a year later. Because we didn't start until what, February? Was it January sure. or February 2020? Sure. Whatever, whatever you say, I agree with. But let me tell you. I know. I don't make this shit up. These are these are highly rated guys. So, I mean, this is what people want. I mean, who knew? Someone- Listen to the guests, guys. We have great guests here. But this is what you guys want. Again, this, sh- I did I tell you, I don't think I told you on air. Because you know what? If all of you, like all these guests are could continue, let me tell you what this is going to be. You and I are going to record on Monday and the show is going to go out on Tuesday. We're going to record Tuesday. The show is going to go out on Wednesday. We're going to record and it will be a five day a week fucking this shit. Let's talk about the gossip that happened for that day. Just like Access Hollywood is, is, is five days a week. I know we should do it. You know how much time? that would save in my life. And every now and then, if a guest falls up my asshole, we'll have a guest. Other than that, there'll be no fucking guests. Because let me tell you something. I deal with agents oh. and managers and networks. And I know I it's mean, a lot. It's a pain fights, in the ass. 
I mean, I think, I mean, there's like another bridge, yet another bridge I'm about to burn. And it's like, I can't even, because it's a major network. It's not Bravo. It's another network. And it's like, there's a major thing that they want edited out. Sorry, I didn't tell you to talk about Kanye fucking West for 10 minutes. And now you're not happy with being associated with saying good things about Kanye. How is that my problem? I didn't need that. Now, did I ask you a question about Kanye? Yeah. Yeah, but come on. I mean, you have to be media savvy. You have to know the game. You so have na- to. Right. So now you're media savvy after you recorded. Well, I don't know. I don't know if we're editing this big thing out and everybody's involved. And I lost my shit. I don't blame you. <sighs> you know what it I- is? See it coming. I, I don't see- have an attitude, but just when you're so tired and you're just like, Ugh. I just, I just am gonna lose my shit on you, and it's nothing personal. I'm so tired, and I'm one step away from a straitjacket. Anyway, guys, we might have some Kanye stuff coming up. Um, you, where do where do you want to begin? This is our last show. Well, I do love the Bethany stuff. You know, there's some good things. There's like that viral video I think you sent me about are people quietly quitting Bethany. Um, there was the Jeff Lewis, Andy Cohen, famous, you know, watch what happens live now moment. Um, what are, I, I just, I love it all. Like, I love that. Where do you want to start? I mean, right. So she went on watch, right. So she went on watch what happens and Andy asked her about, you know, the podcast. Look, they sparred. Yeah. Rewise. And then and Jeff was there and Jeff's like, no, go ahead and promote it. Did it in. Then they spoke after well, Jeff sipped his drink. I mean, Jeff was like, oh my God, I'm genuinely like uncomfortable right now because basically Andy and Bethany went tip for tap back and forth. And, and Bethany is genius too. You know, she and Rena are neck and neck here for the top. Let's let's card. continue the conversation about rewives and get in a fight with Andy because it's going to be on the press. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. So, um, you know, basically Andy was like, yeah, I think it, I I said like, it, it's kind of bizarre. You have trashed them. And then she was like, I haven't trashed them. And Jeff Lewis was like, no, you've trashed them. And then she's like, well, I'm on the show. I have the right to talk about it. I was, it was a pivotal part of my life, all this stuff. Then, um, you know, Jeff, then she sort of starts coming for Jeff Lewis. Like you were fired, Jeff. I was not, I quit like that. You know, Jeff was like, no, I wasn't. I was like, or maybe Jeff did say like, I'm fired. I'm okay with it. She's like, that's what they all say. You know? And he's like, no, I, I like, I'm okay with it. Anyway, it, it went back and forth. It was great publicity for her. Um, you know, she's, she's great at what she does, right? She's so good at what she does. I think just this random TikToker has a theory that people are quietly quitting her because people are sort of over it and just, you know, unfollowing, not listening. I don't know. I mean, her show is still a top podcast. I think both of them are now. I mean, are people unfollowing her? I don't don't know. I don't think so. And I mean, listen, I love that, you know, all these women are so afraid of Andy, these housewives, even the ex ones, because they all want to get back. I mean, she shows up and she just is honestly, it's like, it's like, there's no sweat. She's, she's like, I'm here. Book me to come back. Don't book me. She's naturally herself. So no. So I, I, I really enjoyed that little sparring type of TV. I mean, whether she called Jeff or not and apologize in that manner. I saw that TikTok thing where the girl has a theory that people are just quietly quitting Bethany to her face. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. By the way, I'm looking on top charts for um po- podcasts. I mean, for TV and film, and yeah, I think, she's right up there. Yeah, she's right up there. So are you? And you. I am on the charts. I saw 174, baby. But you know, I'm on the chart. Like it doesn't. Ma- I mean, it does matter. It's nice if you're in the no, top but it, but anything in the top 200 is is not easy. Because let's face it, folks. This is in the world. So this is out of how many millions of podcasts are there? You yeah. know, people are listening. You are number like 54 for TV and film. Sometimes I'm higher. Sometimes I'm lower. I know one or the other, you know, I've, I've been in the top 10 this year. You have to, I mean, it's, it's, it's all good, you know, but, um, so she she's, I, I just don't think people are quietly quitting her. Don't you? I just think she has her stands. She, Andy loves her. He knows she's fucking great for television. I mean, and I, I don't know how you feel about her, but I have this love hate. I still have not listened to rewives. I'm burnt out. I need a break. I need to I just spend time with my son. My son is growing up before my eyes. I never see him. I'm, I'm, You've worn off on me. I work all the time. And now I'm doing IUI to try to have another baby in my life. Anyway. Well, I, I have this love hate with her where I really love some of the things she does. And then other times I'm like, Ugh. like, I, I don't know. I, if I never see her again, it'd be fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, look, I mean, you know, as she says, two things get to be true. She does think it's toxic and she doesn't want to be there and she gets to talk about it. I agree with Luann on my show, The Countess, you know, where she's like everything else she did. It didn't fail. It didn't fail. I mean, she has a freaking brand that she sold for $120 million. But look, just embrace it. The other podcast was never this highly rated. It was never like, this is what you should be doing. It's not your only business. You're on the show with Kevin O'Leary. Like, why not if you can pop in and do rewives? And I mean, she ain't sitting there editing it and doing all this. So why not if this is like, you know, it's kind of like, listen, it's like when you and I started together, same thing. I'm like, we didn't I know. I don't think I'm going to get away from guests. And it's like at some point in running a business, you have to listen to the audience, the people, the sales, what is driving the revenue? You know, I mean, if I thought people wanted, you know, a certain type of guest every day, we would go there. This is what you guys want. You make it these. Now, don't get me wrong. When I interview housewives, that's what they want. I mean, there's a lot of things. You guys love the guests. I'm not. The guests are great. Those are highly rated. But for the, for the amount of energy that I have to put into it, these shows are like, it's like a day off for me. Too. Well, you know, you and I. No are- offense. You and I are talking and making plans in 2023, but I just, I don't know. I wonder stuff. if our audience would want to see us five days a week. Would they want to learn more about our lives? You and I, you know, do deep dives, gossip. We also have some, you know, guests. I don't know. Would that- I don't know. There's, listen, there's a lot of DMs that I get that say, you know, we know nothing about you. You're like a mystery. You need to talk about yourself. Other than my fucking diet. And then, but listen, there's it's not, not there's no ego. There's a lot of other people that are like, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about your fucking diet. We're here to hear about what happened last night when you saw Sonia Morgan at the Regency. So it's, 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 it's a mixed bag, Sarah. It's a mixed bag. That's the thing like I love about listening back to you and me. I love that. I I want to know more about. I was thinking that too. I was actually thinking to ask you this week, who's your type of guy? Like who is David Yontif's type? I was going around like giving my son a bath. This seems odd. Anyway, but anyway. I was you. <laughs> and you thought of me and having sex. You thought of me giving blowjobs. 
It seems very strange. Anyway, I've been hanging out with my son 24 seven, but I was like, God, you know, who's David Yontif's type? Like when he comes to LA, who do you date? Older, younger? Listen, I have said this before and I think I'll stand by this. Now, listen, I am, first of all, let me just say, you know, sometimes we, we don't know what we want. So even though I'm a professional success and everything I touch business-wise turns to gold, sorry, I've never failed at a business. I'm like Bethany. Um, sorry, I'm going to have an ego. Um, I'm like a personal mess. So I, sometimes I don't know what I want. So put, put something in front of me. It's possibly what I want. I don't know. But if you ask me not to overthink that, my answer is always this. I will eat either like younger and then, you know, you can be at a certain place in your career that may not be successful. That's okay. Yeah, if you're a little younger. bit of a sugar daddy. We're a little bit yeah. of, you know, daddy Yontif, but I, I can be a sugar daddy or we have a whole nother side of it. I would like you to be age appropriate and successful and very rich. It's A or B. So if you want to be 24 and come at me and be cute and really like older guys, I could be Daddy Yontef. Absolutely. And I date lots of younger gentlemen. And there's a whole market for that. And we can go down that road. As you know, I've kind of told you that. But listen, I'm also like, you can be. Right. You, I want. You, oh you can God. be age appropriate. But if you come at, listen, I've young and broke is cute if you're cute age appropriate and broke I find personally I don't I find it pathetic I'm sorry I said it sorry (laughs) I just I just I just it's not for me it's not for me it's just not it's not I'm sorry I mean is Giselle dating someone broke is 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 Erica Jane? I'm sorry. Add me into the oh, horrible. EJ is not. <laughs> I, I is like not. if 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 you're age appropriate, just you gotta you gotta you gotta be successful. So there you have it. So you want to introduce me to a 52 year old or a 43 year old with some money and some something going on over there? Sign me up. You want to yeah. introduce me to a 22 year old that like you know bartends at Pump? Or, you know, the pump is, is pump even open anymore that bartends at Tom Tom and, you know, wants a dinner and, and, you know, a, let's a flight do it. And, and wants to fly to San Francisco on a Saturday night. Okay, let's go, baby. Like, <laughs> there you go. Young, young, you could be broke or age appropriate. Okay. There is your answer. I love it. Now I know your type when you come to LA. Okay. I've been wondering that. And my type is cute, cute together. Sorry, I just like no. Don't apologize. I can't I love, help it. I'm a. This Gemini. is what I love about you. You have no. I love my husband so much, but I need way more money. I need like if you're age appropriate, I I need money. If you're age appropriate, and if not, I've been daddy Yontef many a time, and then that's okay because you provide other things. I might provide <laughs> the money, and you provide other things, perhaps. So. I- there right. you go. Category A or B, pick one. Love um, it. Man, that was a diatribe. Uh, you know what? I also think it's strange. Reza did an interview recently. Tell me, I didn't read this. Tell me, tell me. I'm so curious about them. I love Reza. Again, like I'm so sick of saying like, I, I, I don't, 
I don't like to hear myself talk and say I was right, but I said this in the beginning and it's like, it's turning out to be true. Like this whole thing where you see them filming and like, there is really no spinoff show. Like I've had Mercedes on. I love Mercedes. I love her. And I've had on Gigi. I love her. It's just like, look, I, I think they're trying. I think they're trying to shop a show and but wait a minute i think you had said this you feel like it's self-funded right like they're funding this themselves i do you know how the business listen i didn't even believe that sonia morgan and loanne de were getting a show when that was leaked to paid six i mean lou and sonia in new york city that's one phone call to paid six i could leak something i mean that only takes 30 seconds i thought that was even a pipe dream and here it is so no but i really in my heart of hearts you want my honest opinion. Yeah, I yeah. believe that this is self-funded. Now, I don't know how much do you have to fund a sizzle reel, you know, but there's no one, you know, look, it's easy. If you and I went out to dinner and we took a picture or we had someone filming us and we took a picture of that and said, hashtag stay tuned. I mean, what the fuck does that mean? Do you and I have a, I know anything, anything. Right. So, I I mean, there's no network attached to this. You know, it's a little sad. Like Rez is like, you know, we found out when Shaz was canceled, like well, with with the rest of the world. Uh, Look, do I think uh, you and I have said this before. It's very hard. Jax Taylor talks about this all the time where he's, we're trying to get this show up. It's very hard to, be on a show and and have it canceled and then get another show. Yes, you can go on Dancing with the Stars if you're a way bigger name. No offense, Reza, you're not going on Dancing with the Stars. Celebrity Big Brother, maybe. You know, you can go on those shows, Amazing Race. Like You can go on one season, one episode. But to get another show when yours has been canceled is very hard. And you know that. You know this, Sarah. I do know no. it, it, and it's hard to, I mean, it's very hard to change networks. It's very, very. hard. So it's like, it, which basically means like Bravo, right? I mean, Sonia and Luann are going to E, which is in the same, under the same umbrella, basically. But it's, it's hard to take that Bravo show of Shaw's and then get Amazon interested. You know, it's, right. it's, 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 it's almost like some ways it's better to be an unknown. You yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like you got to shoot your shot in reality. You, it's once it's, it's once like you got one time to shoot that shot. Right. I mean, I'm trying to actually think now that you've brought it up, what they could potentially do that would drum up interest. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. And, and, yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, no. So I didn't tell you. I was gonna say like there's exceptions and there's people like okay, you could say I'm just thinking of examples like Monique, sure, but you're on another ensemble show. But that's that's a pretty rare exception. Yeah, I mean, that was actually pretty big that she went over there. That that is huge. I mean, it it does it does happen, but I guess it's it's like if they want to stay together as a group, it's going to be hard. Like to your point, they can start getting on other things probably separately. Yeah. And guys, when you point out that, you know, this one was on marriage boot camp, and I'm not counting that. That's like nothing. It's like, here's one paycheck. And I'm talking about like a real show for years and years. It's so hard. I mean, where's Stasi, Jax, Kristen? It's not easy. It's not. No, it's, it's not. not. Very difficult. So I think the Shaws, Gigi and MJ, at least, because I've had them on and I've spoken to them, are lovely. I'm not being poo-pooing it. I just think it's like, I don't really see it 
happening. I, I really don't. That's just me. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, no, I'm sorry. Um, okay. Wait. <laughs> sorry wait, about that. Wait, we, you know, we touched upon this, um, the whole Megan Mark, Andy Cohen on Megan Markle's podcast. Did you watch at all the documentary on Megan and Harry? Do you care? There is nothing possibly that I care about less than the Royals. I'm just, I never get into it. None of it. Did you watch it? And I mean, I why, why I is there outrage? There's like outrage over it, right? Like people um, are saying something. There, well, people have all kinds of opinions on them. I mean, you know, the, the most interesting one I've heard, of course, is they're like, we don't want, we want to be out of the spotlight. We don't want the cameras. We don't want the, the paps. Oh, but here we are doing a six part documentary on ourselves. Like, I mean, it is, it is like, but I've said that from the start with both of them is without fame, they have no platform for anything, whether it's their charity work without, whether it's, you know, I mean, and I don't think it's any secret. She wants to be famous. I just, there's no secret. And I guess I am at the point of like, I wish she'd just say that. Um, it's look, I'll tell you the first three episodes are super boring. There is nothing new that you haven't seen on Oprah, like that, basically the Oprah thing. What's revealed is, you know, the, the Royal family's in bed with the, with the British tabloids, even though the tabloids trash them and have the right to trash them, but they still feed them things, pay that all this stuff. Right. We all, we already knew that from the Oprah interview. I mean, I guess if anything, you know, I do think they're rather, maybe they're a little bit more boring. Like they, I, I just don't think that they fit in the Royal family really, because I think they don't, she's obviously not into being an American. I think we're not into all the pomp and circumstance and the curtsying and all that stuff. I think it's really obvious. And he kind of seemed like he wanted out. They want to try to live this simpler life, even though of course they are still going to be very famous. Um, but I'm not like, I'm not like overly enthused. Their simpler life and their several million dollar house. I mean, listen, if they yeah. really want some advice on how to keep something going, just get down and dirty and just do a reality show like Kardashian style, like have, have it be every week, but you know, you can't just be sitting there. You got to get down and dirty. They're not going to, they're not going to, they, they hold themselves to this standard of, they love doing all this charity work and philanthropy work and all this stuff. And so I I think they're just never going to get down. I mean, I don't even think, no, I haven't watched the last three, but so far, I don't even think that they reveal anything that revealing about the Royal family. I mean, nothing that I've seen. And are the ratings good? Is it doing well? I would imagine. They never reveal the ratings. Netflix and Hulu never release their numbers. Mm, They don't. All you ever hear from them is, oh, this is like, we just heard it this week about the Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer now is, is that and Hunger Games are the most watched at Netflix. But, and they go, oh, 60 million people have Did you watch Dahmer? No, did you? Brilliant. Really? Oh, oh. I do love myself some Ryan Murphy. Why is I it? Don't, I don't watch anything if it's not for work. Nothing. And we tried. We tried to get Niecy Nash. I thought maybe we, we still might get her for something else now that she has going on. But like, it didn't like, so there was no one coming on. There was no reason to watch. It just was, A, it's Ryan Murphy. B, it's Evan Peters, who's brilliant. You know, being gay. I, I like a little gay story. You know, it's a gay serial killer. But it's just like- <laughs> what it was it was phenomenal they're gonna win every award evan is gonna win every award he's nominated nisi nash was not it was not chilling chilling and true 
All right. I got to watch. Okay. Now I'll start watching. You got to okay. watch it. My mom you... and I'll start watching because I didn't ah. have somebody else tell me I didn't want to watch it. Cause I'm like, this is so sick. Like, I don't want to watch the violence. Like I don't want to watch. this guy was so fucked up. You know, we've heard about him for years as the world's most awful serial killer, which, you know, he was right up there. I, I just, but then people say to me, it's actually not that violent. Like you don't, they, they don't show a lot of the graphic stuff. Um, so then I'm kind of like, all right, well, maybe I'll watch. I don't know. It's just so dark. It's so dark. I, or the the last season of American Horror Story. No, I refuse. New York City. That. Oh, brilliant. I refuse. Brilliant. You know what you might dark. like a little better? Um, The thing about Pam. It was on Hulu with that Renee Zellweger. Oh, my that, God. That Zellweger. Okay, I, I tried to watch that shit, too. I couldn't stand it. I hated it. I, half narrated by Keith. I love Keith Morrison or Morris so much. I get it. It's like bad, but it gets really good. It's better. Uh, than, so there you go. So for all the people that think I'm a reality whore, there's three things you should watch over this holiday season. Um, what else was I going to say? You know, that's the thing. It's like, oh, guys, just there's so much better stuff out there than Housewives. I really got to get my head on straight over over the holiday season. I'm not complaining, but I got to come back with a newfound appreciation for housewives. Um, I know. I Jersey, know. Melissa Gorga says, I assume by now, by the time this airs in a week, they were all, Melissa Gorga says, we are going to see the trailer for RHONJ any day now. It's still slated to come back in February. Yes. Um, yes. Teresa, Melissa is saying, Melissa said, I don't know if you saw, Melissa said, I am hopeful that the new season of Jersey, as we watch it together, Teresa and I might slowly come back together as we, as not as they watch it together, but as the, and Margaret has said, like, I don't know if that's exactly what's going to happen. And Jackie Goldschneider has gone so far as to say, like, is she fucking crazy? Like in no circumstances or world will this bring Teresa and Melissa back together watching this show each week as it airs. Have we heard of Twitter and 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 Instagram? So I thought that was just kind of funny. Three very, I think Melissa is running scared. I think she's trying to do damage control and realize like, girl, I mean you not speaking at all. I think Melissa is trying. Melissa, I think, would gladly take back a lot of stuff with Teresa. That's my opinion. I am team nobody. I don't really care as a human for either. But, you know. Don't you I feel think... like it's a last ditch effort to potentially save them for continued seasons? Like if they could bridge a gap and like just even extend an olive branch and there's hope. Um because then I also read something about Louis saying that he doesn't um, like dislike Joe Gorga or something, which is kind of very Louis because he's very a motivational speaker esque type, you know. Um, but I read that too. So, yeah, Louis I mean, did say that. It's interesting. But, you know, I mean, look, maybe Teresa, I mean, this is just a complete theory, but maybe Teresa and Louis are a little nervous too, you know, maybe like we've, we've seen all these people get spinoffs and none of them work. You know what I mean? Who's, who's, whose family has gotten a spinoff and it really worked. So maybe Louis and Teresa are like, look, we want to do another seven years on this show, make Louis's sons famous, get the daughters all established doing stuff. So let's, you know, let's have everyone know we hate them. We do, but maybe it's good for everybody. If we pretend we're going to make up and we make, and they stay on another three or four seasons, then we fight with the gore. I mean, would that be so bad? 
Um, well, since you're asking me and here I am in front of you, um, no, I don't think Teresa is nervous at all. I think she is the most protected housewife out there. And I think there is no way that she is getting fired. And I think she knows it. And I don't think she gave them an ultimatum, but no, I think Teresa is really, truly done with them. And she wouldn't be if she didn't have Louie, but he gives her power, like peace of mind that she's not alone in this world. And I think Teresa is feeling herself. And I think she's completely over the job, but she ain't going nowhere. And I think her and Louie will be there till the very, very, very end. And I'm okay with having the Gorga stay. I just don't see how ultimately that is going to be possible long term if you are not speaking to the queen of new jersey not my queen but undeniably the queen of the franchise i don't know how it's gonna work i just don't that's my honest opinion no you look you could be right i mean i just and and you know probably there's enough material that Teresa goes on and louis goes on and has storylines with other people without the gorgas so no, you're probably right. I think they'll make them. I think I think Teresa is probably the most powerful current housewife. And if I had to pick a second most powerful current housewife, I might go with Kyle Richards. Oh, uh, like hands down. Hands- I might go with Kyle. I mean, say what you want. She's the. They all say she's the one that moves the story along with that scene where she was on the bench with Sutton and Diana. I understood what she was trying to do. She wasn't really trying to insert herself. She was like trying to move. Kyle is like sitting there as a producer before our very eyes. Oh, so, totally. And I think just Beverly Hills. Yeah, it would go on without Kyle if she quit, but. I think she, they don't want her to quit. She's not offensive. Like she's, I mean, she's offending of people, but she's not so far to the left or right. Kyle, I think is very powerful in the Housewives franchise. Who else do I think is powerful? Giselle. I literally was just going to say Giselle. Literally. I'm being sarcastic. No. Well, I think for Potomac, I think Andy loves Giselle. Do you guys know that the holidays are the busiest and most stressful time of the year? Well, this year, I'm calm and cool and collected thanks to Talkspace. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry right from the comfort of my phone. I can reach out to my provider anytime, anywhere. And let's face it, there's a lot of family involved during the holiday season. Well, listen, with Talkspace, I'm able to talk out all of my family issues. There's no more need to commute to appointments and miss time at work and line up and wait. It's right from the comfort of your own home or phone from wherever you are. It's mental health care made easy. You just easily sign up online and you get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you. And you don't have to wait for that. That usually happens within 48 hours. As a listener behind the Velvet Rope, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash Velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash slash velvet to get a hundred dollars off your first month. That's right. Talkspace.com slash velvet. I think, I mean, look, I don't think anyone at Potomac is that high. I think they, anyone could go and the show would go on. I think she's possibly the most powerful one on that franchise. She did What did she do this past week? She did something this past week. And I was like, you know, I turned she, a little bit of a corner. I was like, you know what? She, I like what she's doing. Like I really I do. Yeah. 
she did something and I thought, I don't know. Anyway, I, I think it was maybe people coming for her, like Carlos King came for her. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, th- I, you know, what I do love about her and admire her so much is like at the reunions when she just lets people read her and she's so unfazed. I do. There is something great about that, but there's just, I don't know. That's I, how I would be. I would be like, oh, I'm sorry you feel some sort of way about me. Like, sorry. I know. She's so freaking good. And, um, it's really, really good. But I, I think I was, I think it was just something along that lines of maybe Carlos reading her or somebody that I was like, oh, you know, there is something really great about her not giving a fuck. And, you know, I love Jamal Bryant. He did an interview too. We're now for his, his, he, um, did? he did. Well, he mostly talked about his church, but he basically said now he is, um, he wants to bring more um, young black men to his church. So he's going to be like offering weed opportunities and like businesses and like teaching people about weed. Did you see this whole interview? I know like, okay, what? Like, I mean, I know I'm not an average church goer. I don't go to the synagogue very often either. What do you mean? Like come in for a sermon and you can leave with like a pot brownie? Like, well, he, okay. He clarified um, for the cannabis clouds, Pastor Jamal Bryant responds to weed comments, criticism. Pastor Jamal um, knows you have copious amounts of questions after a viral weed comment and he's issuing a response. The call is not to bring people to smoke at church. The call is to bring people to church so they can catch on fire, he said. Um, as previously reported, the head of Atlanta's New Birth Missionary Baptist Church appeared on a podcast and discussed the possibility of entering of the church entering the cannabis podcast i'd like jamal bryant on cool sora soro oh my god i'm i'm gonna send a text for don alleys oh my god don't i just probably murdered the podcast um he gave the quote i'm looking for people who smell like weed said bryant who also said he can enlist black men to grow and sell it legally no no really New Birth is the largest land-owning Black church in America, he shared. So my position to my deacons is, why are we not raising cannabis? I'm teaching them farming. I'm helping them to enhance the ecosystem. And then people came for him. Jamal Bryant needs to hang it up. He completely lost his mind. Let everyone just evacuate his church. Jamal this is Bryant- it. Yeah, New Birth. New Birth. Catheral. On the church grounds is legitimately the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, another person wrote, it's so very weird to me that all of you, of all the things that Pastor Brian can do, he wants to grow cannabis and have a cannabis farm. Is this Jamal's, I think this is Jamal's actual podcast, Sarah. I oh, think really? Jamal, I think Jamal has his own, has 22 reviews. I mean, we have, I have like 2,000. It's, this is for Sean Ali. This is this is in well, this is real time here, guys. We are now. Would you like to see Jamal Bryant? Would you like to see Jamal Bryant no, behind the was, rope? He was on we are now list. reaching. We do. We uh, do. But Jamal he's Bryant, can you try him? Sean Ali's podcast has a 4.9 rating, 142 ratings, 142 reviews. Here's the thing for my team. Jamal Bryant, can you try him? He is a husband for Potomac Housewives. Cool is the host's name. So thank you. So I got her name. Want to try him. Okay. So the request is into the behind the velvet rope booking team. Guys, I'm not paying my booking team for nothing. Do your job. Okay. Hey, well, good, good, again. Boost. good boost for her and her podcast. But anyway, now <sighs> good boost for her and her podcast. There you go. Anyone else you want to see here? Um, 
what was I going to say? Uh, Jamal is, yeah, yeah. You know, you know who I think is also kind of, well, I don't know. I guess it's just Teresa and Kyle that I think are that, you know, that are that kind of important. Um, anything you want to see more of in 2023 as we reflect upon the year? Oh, um, wait, do you mean like personally you, me, or you mean like for the, anything anything i'm trying to give these listeners that are listening you know guys this is a time to reflect it's the end of the year did everyone have a good year i had like you know it's been an interesting year i think over like i think it's been an interesting year highs and lows but it's definitely ending on a very like high vibe for me Oh my God, me too. Well, of course it is for you. You're skinny. You just came from Aunt Beth. I was just, I was just going to say. You know, in LA for a month. I mean, how could it not? I was just going to say the fact, not only that, but I have locked in my Hamptons experience. I wasn't sure where the Hamptons was going. I have Hamptons for the next five years is locked in. Okay. I have a great place. Um, um, yeah, I think it's because I'm skinny. I want to see Real Housewives of Beverly Hills back bigger okay. than bigger than ever. I want to see Erica Jane, um, you know, come to a place where maybe she's dating. She's having fun. We're seeing a renewed hope, Erica. Um, I want to know why Tom Girardi's not in jail. So I'd like to see Tom Girardi in jail. I know he has dementia, but I don't give a rip. I'd like to see him in jail. Um, I am hoping that Jen Shaw gets sentenced. We see something happen there. I'm I would okay like with see, her being sentenced. I would like to see a special of Jen Shaw. I would like to get to the bottom, maybe, of the lies. I'd like somebody to hold her a little accountable. It's very strange to me. We have not seen that ever. Um, I want our listeners to be happy and healthy and give us great podcast suggestions and keep coming for us. And I can't wait to spend great time with you in LA. I'm wishing myself I'm going to have another healthy baby. I'm selling a show in 2023. I really feel like you and I need some sort of talk show together where we're interviewing people and maybe doing crazy things together. I'll move to LA if we have a talk show. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll I'll, I'll travel all the time and I have to spend the summer in the Hamptons, darling, but I'll move to LA. That those are, those are, uh, my team just got back to me. My team has already gotten back to me. Will do. That means nothing guys. (laughs) It just means that they're on the case to reach out Um, a little behind the scenes. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing an Erica Jane dating, you know, um, Lisa Vanderpump goes and does these bottle signings. I was there on the Hamptons. Come on, Rinna, Rinna Wines. Let's get on the plane and let's start showing up in Iowa and Kansas and, and Chicago and wherever else. Rinna needs to do a Rinna Wines tour. You guys can go and like boo her if you want in person. Um, I wouldn't mind some new music from the Pretty Mess. I wouldn't mind another Pretty Mess tour. Um, I'm okay not ever talking about Melissa versus Teresa again. Um, Good one. I do think it's time to pull the plug on certain franchises. We did it in Dallas, RIP. We did it in DC, RIP. There's one I got my eye on. I'm not going to make a comment, but you know, on the west coast um so we got to pull the plug on at least something i think it's time i i'd be nice to have bravo shows back like things we actually all watch no one seemed to watch girlfriends in paris no one is watching levis southern hospitality no one watched the matchmaker show 
some of this is good stuff, guys, but it's not catching on. We gotta, when was the last time Bravo had a breakout hit? You know? Bringing back Miami, Girls Trip. I feel like those were. Oh, but I mean, I don't know. Those those aren't breakouts because they're. And Miami, I'm enjoying. I mean, Paris in Love season two. Is that real? It's another thing I call BS on. I mean, I heard it wasn't coming back. I mean, Kathy did press. She said it was coming back. Where? Where's the filming? I wouldn't mind that back in my life. And I think lastly, I would love for all these wonderful listeners to just like be as passionate about something in the world as you are about Housewives. You know, check out the other guests on Behind the Velvet Rope. Check out your own family. Check out like Dahmer and American Horse. You guys, I know you have- Ryan Murphy doesn't need any more views. We do. No, he doesn't. No, No, he doesn't. No, forget Ryan Murphy. Who cares? No, he does not. I'm not Ryan Murphy. I love love Ryan Murphy. He's amazing, but I'm just- He's doing just fine for himself. And that Shonda Rhimes, that Shonda Rhimes and that Ryan Murphy, they do okay for themselves. Doing well too. And just keep watching us and just keep loving us. And, you know, when you hate us and you're offended. Write to us, too. I love all the hate. You know, yeah. Like, we're sorry. Like, let's, you know, I apologize now for everything that's going to offend everyone for the next 365 days. My heart is good. So just please bear with me. And please, I just pray. I really, the only thing I want, in the only thing I want, I sure I would like, I mean, okay, of course I want more money the most next year. And I would take like some type of relationship, I guess would be a healthy step in the right direction, but don't get too excited. Like, I mean, something, but I would just like to sleep. If I slept the entire year away, I would be okay too. I pray. I got plans for you, baby. Not a chance. Not a chance. Happy New Year to everyone. I was still going to be here. There's more shows, but this is our last show together. We're going to come back strong in the new year, Sarah, and we will talk it all out. Love you much. Talk to you later. Yeah. Bye, gorgeous. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.